The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Pretty Basic. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. I'm your co-host, Alicia Marie. And I'm your other co-host, Remy Cruz. We're here in the studio. The girlies are girlying today. Why are we laughing? We started. No, I know. I'm sorry. Every time you say like studio, I think of when you said we're going to the stew and then that one person clocked you and was like, we know it's just an apartment. It's not a (laughs) studio. Like I think about that because she ate. She kind of ate. ate. How many letters are in Remy Cruz? Eight. (laughs) It's funny because sometimes there's hate comments that you're just like, Unbother, unfazed, unbothered, whatever. But when there's ones that make me laugh like that, I'm like, no, wow. they stick with Not you. Not even hate comments, just like like funny. Com- like I'm like, yes, read me to film. No, it's like it, they're really good. That no. one was a really good one. You guys are hilarious. Like honestly, one of my favorite thing to do is just read comments and like hearing your guys's humor. They get scratches it. that right part of the brain. Yes, I'm like they get it. They and yes, get it. This is an apartment. Yes, to us. It's a studio. It's the stew. It's the stew. It is. It, it, two things can be true at once. It can be the studio and an apartment. Hey, technically, it is a studio apartment. Yeah. Oh, so who's? But um, <laughs> but I got you there. I know. We would love <laughs> if you guys went over to our Instagram, Pretty Basic Official. Give it a little follow because the next time we do an episode like this, you'll be able to submit questions and stuff. We wanted to give advice. Yes. Is it going to be good advice? Mm, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt. Just two girls chatting. Uh, Recently, someone tagged me in a TikTok because they were saying that uh, on the pod, I do this a lot where I'll be smiling and then I just drop my face. (laughs) Do I do that a lot? Oh, yeah. (gasps) Is it like very apparent? You know what it is? is... (laughs) Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. I don't mean it in a bad way. I just like my cheeks get really tired sometimes no, of it's, smiling. My like mine are tired right now. Right. Also, it's funny because when you're talking, I'll assume the camera's on you. Yes. So I'll no, be like, same. oh, I can rest my same, face. Same, same. I don't think I'm I must do it way more dramatically than you do it. No, I think what it is is and I mean this in the best way, you just have such a cutesy face. So it's like when you're not smiling, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I like I I you feel when it? They, no, I feel it. And when I got tagged in, I was like, I didn't know people were seeing it. But it's not like I'm not interested in what you're saying. My cheeks just hurt. Like I start to think like, oh my face hurts. Okay, I'm just gonna drop it now. Mm-hmm. Um so just wanted to talk about that real quick. I very much enjoy everything you're saying. Oh, I believe it. I just <laughs> have cheeks my cheek muscles are not very strong. No. Well, the last episode we filmed, um, I was laughing a lot. So my cheeks are sore from that. Uh, so I might do the same. <laughs> we'll just look a little serious today. It's okay. People are gonna be like, the girls are fighting. They're fighting, but I'm excited to get into these questions. No, there's some good ones. We said, but send us big sis advice. I sent you half of them so we can just go back and forth. And- As a big sister, I'm happy to provide any sort of help that I can. I don't feel like a big sister though. But you actually I know, are. I am not. a big sister. I know. I don't. I don't feel like a big sister. I feel like, um, I was gonna say sometimes. <laughs> she was gonna be like, I feel like you. Never no, mind. You're not. Sometimes I feel like you're my big sister. <laughs> I do, but more times than not, I just feel like you're my my twinsy. But <laughs> I'm okay with sometimes that. Sometimes I feel like Ash is my big sister, though. Well, she gives big sisters. Ash and Taryn, yeah, I yeah. feel like mothered by mm-hmm. them. I really do. I feel safe. Shout out Ash and Taryn. Love, Love you guys. Mwah. So welcome to Pretty Basic After Dark at answering your um, TMI big sis questions that maybe you've never felt comfortable asking anyone else in your life. Alicia did choose these. I'll be completely candid. Are they like across the board topic wise or what are we looking I at? I mean, there's a lot of like, like sex ones. There's a lot of like, it's going to be good. It's definitely big sis advice. It's giving the TMI girl talk trend on YouTube. <gasps> okay. <laughs> sex. We don't do that. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Again, take this all with a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> we're not any experts. We all, we, we already all know that we're not experts. We're just here to uh, give you our advice because you asked for it. And uh, we hope it's good advice. And if it's good advice and it works out for you, let us know how it went. And if it doesn't just like, boop. and if it doesn't, you heard it on an unsolicited advice. <laughs> no, if, if you did, you did not hear it on pretty basic. Yes. Okay. First question. I feel like I'm not capable of having a one night stand, but at the same time, I'm single as fuck and horny as fuck. (gasps) I relate to that. (laughs) I personally don't relate to that because I would have a one night stand. But I think, I mean, I think you should just answer that then. No, it's a conversation. Okay. 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 Conversation. Okay. I feel that because I like feeling like some sort of connection with someone. Now, if we like have a connection and 
it happens to be the same night, like slay, I guess. But at the same time, it like takes me a long time to warm up to people. So I feel like one night stands have just never been in my nature. Never, not saying they never will be. I feel that, but I also feel the horny as fuck. <laughs> she does feel the horny as fuck. I mean, okay. I think we need to dive deeper. Like I'm not capable. Mm-hmm. Is it like you need a connection? Like maybe you need like an emotional connection. You need to like know, like you feel like you know the person. Um, is it because you're scared? Because I, as like silly as I was being about having one night stands, like there are often times where I felt very unsafe and I totally understand that mindset as well. The wording of capable is interesting. So I think take time to dive into like, what is it specifically for you? Is it, is it a safety thing? Is mm-hmm. it a, I like, that's just off the cards for me. Like that's a boundary for me. Is that a, or maybe like emotionally, if you were to have one, then you would feel like attached to that person. Cause mm-hmm. I felt that some, I, that did happen to me sometimes too. I mean, if you're horny as fuck, I think you should just get a vibrator or like get a little sex toy. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. For whatever reason, you don't want to have a one night stand. That is your prerogative. Like do whatever you want to do. But if you want to get off, get yourself to the pleasure chest. One of my favorite memories with you is when we were randomly just driving. I forget. We went to an event or like something. We were hanging out. Yes. Maybe we even went to Target. Who knows? We're driving. I'm gabbing. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay, we're here. And I look and we're literally at a sex shop. I love sex shops. I think they're so cool and fun and empowering. And honestly, educational. I'm going to just give you a little pretty basic exclusive. The first field trip that Miss Ring went to was the pleasure chest. (laughs) (laughs) We did. I took a photo. Oh, you did send the photo. We went. I forgot about that. I really do. I just think it's like, I'm I'm so Wait. pro sex toy. I think that it's great whether it's for yourself or in a couple situation or a polyamorous situation. No judgment. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I think it's great. I was going to say I would get a sex toy. Yeah, I think that's. And have fun. Yeah. But also it's fine if you don't want to have a one night stand. But like, yeah, I, I think dive into that. Like, what is it about? that, that you're not wanting to do. But also, even if you can't even dive deep into it and you don't want to do it, don't like there, you don't even need to Sorry, do that. Yeah. I think I'm meaning more with like other people and dating and that kind of stuff. But mm. yeah, don't, don't have a one night stand just cause you're horny. I think if you're someone who gets easily attached and low key can like, you know, spiral afterwards and just maybe I'm speaking to myself, but <laughs> love it. I had like some one night stands where I was just like, never thought about it again. And then I had some one night stands where I got really hooked on it. Like mm-hmm. it just kind of depends. Yeah. I think it's just like emotionally, what can you handle physically? What can you handle? And if you just don't want to do it, just don't do it. Yeah. Do you have any sex toy recommendations? Or is that later? A That's question? later in there. Okay, don't, we'll do not worry. Later. We're going to dive we'll into, get into that it. later. Wow. The girlies want it. Okay. Next question. How do I up my libido when my antidepressants make it impossible? Ooh, that is an amazing question. I've experienced that too. <laughs> Me picking all the questions. I'm like, oh my God, same. <laughs> I know. Literally, I'm like, oh my God. No, no I'm this. <laughs> <laughs> straight face. Um, that was a side effect of my antidepressants and mm-hmm. I was not expecting it. Mm. You watch the commercials, you hear about side effects for medications and things and it lists it off and it's like, do not, like you will experience blah, blah, blah. There's mm-hmm. a chance of like that whole list. You kind of think none of it's going to happen to you. And then I went through a dry spell, Remy. Like dry. It like hit me all this time. I was like, when was the fucking last time? Like, I can't tell you. And that was so weird because I had no desire like at all. And I was like, it's my antidepressants. Like, it's my medication that I'm on. What the fuck do I do? Because I hate this. Which it was fine. It was fine. But we hated it. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced something similarly with different birth controls that I've tried. I, when I first met Cal, was a fucking fiend. I was just telling our friend about this because she has her first boyfriend ever. And she was like asking me, she's like, oh my God, I feel like my sex drive is like way higher. And I was like, the way that I literally... (laughs) This is one of those like people that go and they're like, you couldn't waterboard that out of me, Remy. <laughs> um, when we went to uh, Cal's hometown for Christmas for the first time. Oh my God. And we had to go to the store to grab something. It was like a dark, his parents live in like a very, oh my God, I hope his mom doesn't listen to this. Um, his parents live in like a very small town. Like there was no one out, but we were like in a parking lot and he parked the car and I literally jumped on top of him. And he's like, not here, <laughs> stop it. But like over the years from the different medications that I've been on, I have like, 10% sex drive mm-hmm. right now. It sucks for Cal, obviously. And it also makes me feel badly for him and also just for myself. I feel insecure about it. Really? Mm-hmm. For me, mine just eventually went away. Like that ah. side effect went away because okay. I'm obviously still on the same medication. Um, It lasted maybe like five months, mm-hmm. six months, maybe at most. But 
I haven't had like an up and down situation. It was more of just like a, when I first got on medications. Ah. So I'm curious on your end and being in a relationship. Like you have to match somebody else or like, yeah, yeah it's kind of like always a, you want to be 50% and you don't, you don't want someone else to have more of a sex drive because then you, that the person feels like, oh my God, am Turned I not, down are you and... not attracted to me? Yeah. So like, that's definitely been a thing, but it's definitely, it's for me, it's like definitely a hormonal situation. Cal's so nice and so supportive throughout my whole journey where he's like, I'm like so apologetic. He's like, your body's going through so much. Also, he's so nice. Yeah. You shouldn't feel better. I feel like you need to say sorry, but I get but that. But I do feel bad. I get that pressure. Is there anything like, if you want to share, is there anything like you guys have decided as a couple that like help with that or anything? No, I just, I, Sorry, I took your question and just turned no, it on me. No, no, also. no. This is an us question, Remy. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think just for me personally, how I felt in the car in Minnesota <laughs> was like a feral little, yeah, no, like a little crazy feral beast. And I don't like feel that drive anymore. Truly, I think because of hormonal situations that I'm going through. But I will say, I think right now I just have to like push myself a little bit more. Also, to be frank, I think that a big part of why I was so like, sexually driven before was because uh I was like literally new to sex in general like I feel yeah. like when you first start you're like you want to be like a little bunny in also, some situations you guys were in the honeymoon stage for like damn near two years yeah like that's so most people last a few months oh. <laughs> my soulmate no but I I do I like now it, it's not that I'm not attracted to him and it's not that I'm like not I don't like love making love with him it was sorry <laughs> but truly it's just like something that I because I don't have that like like um drive anymore, which I do sometimes. I don't want to say like I never do, but it's just not as frequent as it used to be. Yeah. I just have to like get myself more into it now. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. We've never been so candid about no, these things. They're gonna, they're crazy. gonna love it. Okay. Crazy. How do you survive the quarter life crisis? Help. This one's hard because it's so different for everyone. But I think what helped me the most with my quarter life crisis was realizing that everyone goes through one. Like, yeah. not that it's like, you're not special, but it's so normal that it made me feel better. Like, okay, everyone, just like your first heartbreak or whatever. It's yeah. like, okay, this is something a lot of people feel. I'm not going crazy. Like yeah. that helped me the most realizing, okay, it's called a quarter life crisis for a thing. Ugh, can't even imagine. Go into your crisis. quarter life crisis a bit. Like what caused your quarter life crisis? My personal quarter life crisis was a lot about like, I don't know who I am and what my purpose is anymore or Am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right career, the right job? Like very, it was way more so, I guess it was less career because I knew I wanted to be in that. And I feel very blessed that we found our careers however the fuck we did randomly. <laughs> like we stumbled into at it. At such a young age. At such a young age. Because I feel like a lot of people I know when they ask like in person who are going through quarter life crises are usually around their career and like, am I on the right track or like going to school and like that kind of stuff. Where for me, a lot of it was like my identity and who I am. I'm like, who the fuck are you, Alicia? You're 20 fucking five. And I really thought I would be married with kids by now. Ah. And I, I'm like, I saw a thing yesterday that was like, wow, I really thought I'd be married with kids by 23. And I like, I, I can't even have a boyfriend. I'm not even a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, that. Have you like fully let go of that, that hold that you've had on yourself before? Yeah, it was so crippling. I had no idea. Like when I even just think of, Alicia before then, like it feels so weird. after talking to Bretman, it made me feel so much better. Fuck ass Bob back to school. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. When I think of that, Alicia, I'm like, wow, my brain was so different. Like mm -hmm. I, and again, everyone says you fully develop your brain by like 25 or whatever the case is. I actually felt like I've been a whole new person, like post my quarter life crisis in the best way, the, the absolute best way. Oh, I agree with that. And that's why I'm like, just go through your quarter life crisis and in the end, you're going to look back and be like, wow, that wasn't as big and scary of a deal than I thought it was going to be. Like yeah. change is always scary. But when you actually are on the other side of it, you're like, wow, it's so much better over here. And why was I resisting so much? Mm -hmm. Like if I knew I could have been this Alicia so much sooner, I would have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also everything happens for a reason. I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but Mia, during the time where you were like really transitioning during your quarter life crisis, um, or maybe like a little bit after there are a couple of times where she came to me and she was just like, wow, like Alicia seems like a different person. Like she could tell that obviously like from the outside looking in. And I feel like when I was, cause you and I were so close and mm -hmm. I would see you so frequently, I would notice things, but like very gradually, but there, there were certain times where I was like, oh my God, like, wow, she seems very different. But like for someone like Mia, who was like a little bit more removed yeah. when she would say those things, I'd be like, oh my God, you're so right. Like in such a good way. So thank I think, you. oh my God, thanks Mia. <laughs> I love Mia. Me. It's been so cool to 
see you change from who you were to who you are now and who you're going to be. Thank you. But I, I truly feel like, like I feel the same way with you and oh. anyone else. Who, like I, like I know it feels so scary and you're just like, what's my life purpose? What am I doing? But in reality, like you're so young still, you can totally turn around and be like, I don't want to do this job anymore. I'm going to do this tomorrow. Like luckily we're in a society now where that's okay. I feel like for a long time, like you felt very stuck. You felt very stuck in like whatever, you know, but, or even like the traditional mindset of, of schooling and college and that, that yeah. pipeline. Oh my God. Like, honestly, if I want to go to school tomorrow and like finish my degree, I can mm-hmm. like, that's so cool knowing like, wow, I can't. I'm banned. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You are banned. <laughs> But no, no, no. I could go to a different school. (laughs) But no, it's true though. Um, My quarter life crisis was when I was 23. And I know I like talk about it a lot and I joke about it a lot, but it was a a culmination of things. But like the biggest catalyst or like the snowball, but started the snowball was the situationship that I was in, which I know I talk about a lot, but not, it's not about the guy. It was more about me understanding that and learning that I am, I'm good enough as Mm -hmm. I am because so much of that, and I talk about it so frequently and I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but it really was such a turning point for me where I left that feeling. So I, I I thought I was worth nothing. I thought that I couldn't bring anything to the table. I thought that I wasn't good enough. I thought a lot of people made me think that I wasn't a good friend. A lot of people Mm -hmm. made me think that, um, it, the guy made me think that I wasn't pretty enough or smart enough or all these things. So it kind of made me like, hit rock bottom. And that's when I was like really, um, partying a lot, which we just talked about on the Murph episode. And like, yeah, there were funny stories that came from those nights, but like looking back, it's like actually really sad that I needed to also out of how many nights I went out, which were like probably like a hundred, if you were to (laughs) count them all up, um, and having like five funny stories, like, yeah, they're funny to look back on, but it's actually like really sad. Mm -hmm. Like what to go back and think about how I was feeling. But I know that's also a universal feeling like mm-hmm. heartbreak, feeling like you're not good enough. But that was kind of like my catalyst for my quarter life crisis. And that's I think that's actually an important thing to say too. a lot of people like you didn't have it when you were 25. Like it doesn't have to be only when you're 25. It's mm-hmm. like around the mid 20s of your life. Mm-hmm. Anytime in your 20s, I feel like of having a huge monumental like shift. Yeah. You know, like discovering what you said, like discovering who you are are and like yours was more reliant on work. Mine was like very personal. Mm -hmm. Going back to the question of like, I'm going through it. How do I survive it? We just talked about ours. (laughs) But I think it's good backstory. How do you survive it? I think, um, I mean, both of us, the common denominator is just being surrounded by people who support you and people who, I mean, having someone, we went through ours actually at the exact same time because we're two years apart. Um, Having someone who's either going through something like like like-minded where we both were just like, Miz at the same time and just like had each other, like holding each other strong or having someone in your life who has gone through one. Or I think even like listening to podcasts or, or, or like TV shows or YouTube videos or something that will just make you feel less alone Yeah, because you feel so alone in it. But like like what you said earlier, not that you're not special, but it's a universal (laughs) experience. My biggest advice I would give to someone is shit. <laughs> Damn it. Get it one more time. That was, good. Top. That was good. My biggest advice I have for someone, <laughs> you nodding. Um, is like let go of everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of the resistance you feel, whether it's a friendship or a relationship or breakup or situationship or whatever the case is, you're holding on for dear life for the old way. And you're transforming into this beautiful butterfly, but you're trying to bring like something with you from the past or, and you're like, no, but I don't want to leave them. Like they're a huge part of me. If it's truly meant to be, it'll happen on the other side. I know it sounds kind of like intense, but even like Mia and I, we didn't talk for a few years and then we rekindled our friendship. And that was someone specifically who I was holding on so much of like, no, like we're best friends. Like I was a huge identity part for me of being like, no, like, like, like if we're not good, then like, who am I? And like, what, like all of these things. And you never know what's going to happen. And if that person's meant to be in your life, they'll come back. If it's a relationship and maybe you're going through a breakup, if they're meant to be, it'll come back. And it's so hard. And it's hard to be like, just don't care. But to like truly know that whatever is meant for you truly will, it sounds so cliche, like find you like, and if it's not them, there's going to be someone else and people are there for like different times of your life. Yeah. And it's just like, a, it's, it's honestly such an exciting time. Even if you like, randomly get a new job offer and you just go with it. Like whatever doors are open, just like go through the open doors. And if they're shut, like you want them shut if they're supposed to be shut. Yeah. I truly believe in that idea that like you have to let things go. And if it, 
if it's meant to be, it'll find you back again. And mm-hmm. if I just feel like out, something's out of my control, I try to remember like, actually, your life has been going on like this for a month or you're, you've actually been mm-hmm. finding a new rhythm for two months and you didn't even realize it. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like things are going to ha- go how they're going to go. And if that person is meant to be in your life, friend or relationship, or if that job is supposed to be yours, or if, you know, your relationship with your parents is supposed to be this way for right now, like that's how it's going to be. You found a new rhythm without even realizing it. Mm. And it's going to be okay. And if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If it's not, it's not. I love that. Okay, public service announcement. I don't care if you're a shopaholic and I don't care if you aren't really doing much shopping this holiday season at all. Either way, even if you're just buying one thing, you need to use Rakuten. We have talked about Rakuten on Pretty Basic before. It is literally the most rewarding way to shop and save because you earn cash back on everything that you buy. If you don't know what it is, Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 4,200 stores that are across every single category from beauty, clothing, electronics, home department stores, pets, pretty much any store you can think of. And also good stores. I'm talking Nike, Walmart, Macy's, Sephora, Samsung, Fenty Beauty, Tarte Cosmetics, Dyson. I literally got Taryn and Lexi a Dyson Airwrap last year you're spending a decent amount of money, you might as well get cash back. And their members have earned over 4.6 billion, with a B, billion dollars in cash back. The app is completely free, no gimmicks, and you can even download the free browser extension. So that way, when you're shopping on your computer, you can still get that cash back. So for instance, if you shop through the Rakuten app, maybe you'll get an additional like 15% cash back at Levi's, for instance. And if Levi's is already having its own sale, you can still get the additional 15% on Rakuten. So that's why it's such a no-brainer for me. Um, We all know I'm a shopaholic, but seriously, again, even if you're just planning on buying one thing over the next few months, you have to use Rakuten. It is such a no-brainer. I like, I don't understand. I don't know. You just got to do it. Again, it's free and easy to sign up. So start all your shopping trips at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. The beauty world has really turned into the skincare world. If you have been following the beauty community for quite some time, everyone is actually taking care of their skin now more than ever. And sometimes it can be so hard to keep up, especially because skincare takes a while to like truly notice a difference. So you have to like really invest in your skincare and you want to make sure you're, you're using the right things, but everyone's throwing different products at you and it can feel overwhelming. And let's be real, No one should have a 30-step skincare routine. So perfect time to insert Oak Essentials. You guys, oh my God. I feel like my skin's looking really good. I've been feeling so much more comfortable with no makeup. And I feel like that just says everything. Out of everything, there's two things that you really need to check out. The first one is the Moisture Rich Balm. I have oily skin. So I was always really scared to use moisture over the years, but then I actually learned that's the best thing I can use for my skin. It's a nutrition-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow, but not an oily one. And then the other product is the conditioning lip balm. This is the first product I tried from them. And it is honest. I like, I'm really, really, really picky with my lip balms. I don't know why I don't like it to be sticky, but I want it to be hydrating, but I don't want my lips to feel dry after to where I'm just constantly applying lip balm. Does anyone else know what I'm talking about? The conditioning lip balm will keep your lips moisturized, soft, and shining all season long. So this holiday season, get yourself or someone you love Oak Essentials. It's my go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. Our followers get 15% off their first order when they use code prettybasic at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com, promo code prettybasic. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly, eBay is making sure the things you love are authenticated by real experts because we all know there's no feeling like real. These days, to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. When you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say Authenticity Guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's going to be authenticated by real experts through a hands-on detailed inspection. Every stitch, sole, logo, and inch of it. They're making sure it's the real thing. 
Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, it's easy. Again, just look for that blue check mark and you know it's checked by real experts. Whether they're specialized in sneakers, streetwear, watches, jewelry, or handbags, these are real people who really live for this. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Nobody that I've ever met in my life loves eBay more than my dad. Really? He is on eBay 24-7, truly, for any gift, Father's Day, birthday, anything. I'm like, what do you want? He's like, eBay gift card. Mr. Cruz, I did not know this. He loves scouring through eBay to find deals, to find you know, shoes. He loves like nice shoes, nice golf clothes, anything that he could possibly want because he loves a deal. (laughs) And the authenticity guarantee is absolutely perfect for him so that he knows that he's getting what he's paying for. Well, now I know to get your dad gift cards for eBay. He loves. I had no idea. (laughs) Love it. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Oh my God. Someone says, how do I know if I finish with the the emoji? (gasps) Girl, you'll You'll know. know. Trust me, you will you know. will know. I remember an influencer telling me the same thing when I first started YouTube. And I was like, you don't know what it's like? You don't know? And she's like, no, I don't know. And I'm like, how do you not know? Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I can't you imagine will. not knowing. I will say I, for so long, just, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode, but I, for so long, like through sexual partners, I guess it's just because you don't, I kind of always just thought like, oh, maybe it's different with like a sexual, like with a person versus like a a toy or something. And I was like, maybe what is all this hoopla about? Like, I just don't understand. And like, I, the the first person that I experienced an orgasm with, oh my God, ew, ew, I hate, never mind. I'm done. I'm good. Wait, I love it. I don't want to go into this. No, no. I finally am cutting off the waterboarding. I'm (laughs) stopping the faucet. Anyways, just know you will know. You will know. Don't you worry. It was Cal. Anyways, I got to give him his props. You know, he's like, yes. Have you guys ever dealt with razor bumps down there? Oh, there were a lot of questions about shaving mm-hmm. and razor burn and shaving down there. Down there. I personally am a shaver through and through. I don't think I'll ever be a wax or a sugar or a laser girly. Do you get ingrowns ever? I do sometimes, but I've learned with shaving down there specifically. I personally like the EOS one, the vanilla, like the pumpy one, mm-hmm. just because it's like lotiony. I found like something more lotiony helps in the like the pelvic region like I don't put it like down there down there down there I just I love razors I like my um Gillette lotiony ones because they're very nice and soft um and get the job done and I've learned that going against the grain will help to avoid ingrowth I really don't get them very frequently like once a year tops I feel like I never have really had bad ingrowns the only times I have are when I would shave with just water like like that like it's like a last minute like yeah, yeah yeah that the first time I ever had like a bikini photo shoot was in 2016 and I freaked out because I was like I'm one I'm not a model two I I'm not a bikini model (laughs) and three like I've never like waxed down there like what do I I'd only shaven at that point so I was like I have to get a bikini wax like I've and I have to get everything off because I don't know what I'm gonna be wearing like Like, I don't know (laughs) so I was terrified so I was like okay okay so I went and got a wax when I tell you it hurts so bad, like really so, cause you're supposed to like, you're not supposed to shave before cause you want it longer. Yeah. So they can like actually like rip it out. Right. Yeah. Literally rip it out. It hurts so bad. But I had heard that your first time a wax was better than a sugar. So okay. I purposely did the wax first and it definitely, I liked the girl had to take some breaks for me and I'm like oh. breathing, I'm sweating. I'm like, it's so hard. But I will say like, tell them that you're sensitive and it helps so much when they put their hand after, like direct, like immediately after, like okay. make them put their hand there. It helps so much. After that, I was like, I'm never getting a wax again. That was the worst thing ever. But then I did the shoot and I felt so comfortable and I was just like, okay, this feels great. Especially cause I had no idea what I was wearing. Yeah. But then I like, I did not go through all that pain for no reason. <laughs> like I'm keeping this up. <laughs> so then I started sugaring. Um, which is just basically like melted sugar. It's more natural. It's supposed to be healthier for your skin and less chemical down there. Um, so I started doing that. Also hurt like a bitch. Hurt like a actual, like actually hurts so bad. And it hurts more when your hair's longer because the the sugar pulling your hair, like truly that sometimes hurts worse than the ripping. So like 
I would put off getting it done because I was so scared, but then that would make it worse. So truly the next thing I know, years have gone by and the whole thing with sugaring, which I truly dislike is you can't shave in between. Yeah. Because if- if, Can you do it with the waxing? No. Oh, you just can't do anything in between. Okay. I mean, you can like trim it, but the the whole point is you rip out the whole hair follicle. Yeah. So if you shave in between, a new follicle will grow. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like you want to, you want to keep it up enough to where your hair doesn't actually grow roots and like a follicle. Cause that's what hurts really bad. So it's supposed to get better when you do it more often. Okay. So I sugared for like five years. COVID happens. I'm like, fuck me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> fuck me. At DIY at home no, sugar kit. That's where I drew the line. I was like, I'm just going to shave. It's fine. Um, but quickly after that, I'd always heard about lasering and I just recently earlier this year started lasering and it has truly changed my life. Oh, you love, I love it. Okay. Love it. And you can shave in between. And that was my biggest thing with sugaring. I'd yeah. be like, I go through all this pain, all this work. And if if it doesn't, if a, a, a pool party or whatever, or a vacation doesn't happen to perfectly align with like, you know, whatever, then it's just, it would be so frustrating. Cause how long shave. would you go in between? It's supposed to be like five weeks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, I, that's my one thing I don't understand with the, that kind of stuff. It's like, how long would it be smooth for? I mean, it depends on everyone's different, I guess. But yeah. I, for me, it would be like two and a half weeks. Yeah, see, that's not, I love shaving because it's instant gratification. Mm-hmm. My armpits, like a little hair. Oh, okay, but right there. with the laser, oh my God. It, for me, it didn't hurt. I've heard very mixed. Some people say it hurts also like a bitch. Um, for me, it doesn't hurt that much at all. Also, I don't really have much of a hairy gene. Like, Do you lace your arms? No. Oh. They said even if like blondes can hurt more, like it's something about the pigment. Like it's I know very... redheads, it hurts too. Yes. Yeah. So for me personally, it didn't hurt bad at all. Um, but I love the lasering and I'll keep, I'm literally going to keep it up forever. I want to do my underarms really bad. I also know with shaving in particularly to help try and not have as many ingrown hairs, you should exfoliate beforehand before yes. shaving. So hopefully those tips help. I have to imagine maybe like uh, some sort of like opening the follicle, like steaming before mm-hmm. shaving too might help. I'm just trying to think of like ingrown situations. The thing that sucks with lasering is you can't be in the sun because it's essentially like a sunburn that they do on you. Oh, so they it's better it. to get it done in like fall or winter because ah. that's why when we were in Italy, I was like covering up myself because I was like, oh, I, I don't want to like get to fully show. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to be a shave girl for the rest of my life. I just love shaving. I find it like therapeutic also. <laughs> And I love feeling like a little dolphin after. Next question. Do you think you can work through cheating in a relationship? It's one of those things that I think is so you have to, you can't, you can't say anything until you're actually in it. Totally. I would think, I would personally think right now, I don't think I could, but I also don't know until you're in it. I want to believe that I, I, I like, I really think that I wouldn't be able to, but I also, again, don't know. I had an ex cheat on me, but. I wouldn't say we like worked through it. Like, does that make sense? Well, I think there's so many different situations for this that could work. Like you could work through it. You could not work through like, it. Like just because you stay together also doesn't mean you've worked through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think every situation is different. What was the question again? Like, can, do can we you think? Work, yeah. Can you work through it? Like, I think you can. I think absolutely you can. Yeah. It's just like you have to be willing to. And both parties have to be willing to. Yeah. I will say, because I know a few couples who like, there was a cheating incident, whether it was once or twice, but they ended up staying together and they're happily married now. But both parties put in a lot of effort. Yeah. Because if one it's one or the other, then it won't it truly, truly won't work. I, I won't know until I'm there. But I, I, I believe that every I believe I believe you absolutely can. And I think that you also have the um, prerogative to decide. Right. To not. And like, are they sorry? Do they regret it? Is it just like, like there's so many. it's situational. Mm hmm. The holidays are officially here. And let me tell you, one of my all-time favorite things about the holidays is the holiday fashion. And I'm talking, we finally have excuses to wear a little extra sequins. You know, we have some bedazzled crystals, you know, faux fur. We can just kind of take that extra step out with our winter wardrobe, give it a little refresh, especially if you have any holiday parties coming up, whatever it is, Macy's has your back. And here's the thing. We don't need an excuse, you know, to wear sequins, but it does help when there's a little party, everyone's dressing up, looking their best. And whether you have extravagant holiday plans or you're just chilling at home and you want to be cozy, you can find every single thing you need at Macy's. 
If you're wanting to refresh your wardrobe with some bold, bright colors, they have everything from royal blue coats and eye-catching green handbags to highly pigmented beauty essentials. Nothing gets me going like a Macy's department store beauty counter. Oh my God. If you've watched me from the very beginning of my YouTube channel, you know. If you know, you know. Or you know, maybe you're not really into the bold, bright, extravagant colors, kind of like my sister, Ashley. You know, she's more minimal. She likes the minimal vibe, but you can definitely check out their warm textile rich winter neutrals. It is so easy shopping for my sister for the holidays because she just likes neutral stuff. Neutral blanket, done. Neutral cardigan, done. And for even more inspo and must-haves you need right now, visit Macy's.com slash own your style. Okay, Remy jumping in. Now, if you're like me and your bestie, aka Alicia, is, you know, a fashionista and she's always pulling out all the looks, then you might feel a little pressure to also step up your looks. If you guys have been keeping up with my Instagram, I just went on a trip and you guys have been so nice to me. I was really trying to step up the looks on my trip and just I am trying to find my new style as I'm getting older and, you know, find things that work for my body and just you know, find a good balance between playing into the trends and also having my staple pieces that I love. So some things that I'm really loving this season that I'm so, 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 so excited to work into my wardrobe are, I mean, first off, bows. If you guys have been watching my stuff, you know, A, I love bows because of Jenny from Blackpink. I mean, she has started a revolution. And then also I've been loving tying bows into the holidays, you know, doing like little half up, half down hairstyles, adding in like a velvet bow or a red bow. I mean, obviously the color red is perfect for the holidays. It's such a powerful color. It makes me feel so confident. You guys know I love my knee-high boots. I mean, I think they're a great way to either make your outfit more casual or dress it up. You can make it more edgy, especially like a dress or a sweater dress right now with boots or or jeans and boots or a skirt and boots. I mean, I just think you cannot go wrong with knee-high boots in anything. Also, you guys know I am an outerwear girly through and through. I love Sherpa jackets. I love Sherpa cardigans. I love anything that will make me feel nice and cozy and just really elevate a look. I bought this really cute black jacket with like a fur little, obviously a faux fur, a faux fur little liner and like a collar. And it just dresses up the look so much. It is so, so, so cute. Also this season, I'm getting really into tights because I love skirts so much, but my legs can get so cold. So a nice, cute, like sheer, whether it's a nude or a black tight, underskirt, some boots, some booties, some sneakers, pretty much anything you cannot go wrong. And I love cold weather so much because I feel like it's just the perfect time to express my style. I love playing around with my hair. I love adding in fun accessories, jewelry, all the things. And I think just winter fashion is my absolute favorite overall. Macy's obviously has you covered on all fronts from shoe wear and footwear to outerwear to athleisure to activewear to makeup to everything to just turn out your cutest winter look. So for even more inspo and must-haves you need right now, visit macy's.com slash own your style. And if you still feel overwhelmed from all of the holiday shopping or even just refreshing your winter wardrobe and you feel like you need a little extra help finding your style, Pair up with a personal stylist, either in store or from the comfort of your home. You can actually do it all online in your PJs, on your couch. And best of all, it is totally free. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. We've clearly worked with Macy's for quite a few years now for Pretty Basic. And the first time I utilized their personal stylist, I was like, oh my God, like I want to try this. I tried it out, you guys. It is so easy. I did the one where you just chat online in your house. I was literally just sitting on my bed doing some holiday shopping. And like every single time I ended up accidentally shopping for myself, but you know, that's okay. And it was super nice because the personal stylist just kind of like helped guide me. I was saying I really wanted some statement coats and I didn't really know where to start. They literally just like send you links of items you think you'd like. It's like shopping with a best friend, honestly. So I highly recommend it. Also, it's totally free. You could hook up your friend and bring them and say, I have a surprise for you. Or maybe it's part of one of their holiday gifts. You can like take them in the store and be like, I set up an appointment for you with this personal stylist. We're going to give you a shopping spree. Like that is, I would love that gift. That's amazing. And it seems like you're paying like so much money for the stylist for your friend, but like it's free. You know what I mean? Like that's amazing. So feel free to steal that gift idea. Okay. It's all yours. And I'm going to die if your friend listens to Pretty Basic and got you the exact same thing. But then you guys can have a shopping spree together. Again, no matter what you're shopping for this holiday season, don't forget to head on over to Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash own your style to refresh your winter wardrobe or just be holiday party ready for this season. 
You guys, Ashley just celebrated her two year anniversary with her boyfriend. It was so cute because she was asking me for like ideas that they should do, what restaurants they should go and celebrate. And I just can't believe it's already been two years. Like I genuinely remember my first time meeting him. And I remember when she first even showed me his hinge profile. So needless to say, I think their hinge story is quite a success. Um, she's always yelling at me to just try a little more. And I've, I agree. I've decided I need to try harder. <laughs> That's only one of the hinge success stories. I know obviously miss Remy Ashton soon to be Mrs. Remy Ashton with the ring on her finger also has a successful Hinge story. Her and Cal met on Hinge. I know so many friends who have met their fiance on Hinge or their wife on Hinge. And I'm just like, how, what are, I think I need help with my profile. I think that's the issue because I know it's not the app. Clearly the app works. Again, Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. Why? Because Hinge gives you a sense of someone's personality and lets you share your own. You get to know potential dates through their unique answers to prompts, plus get a sense of someone's dating intentions and what they're looking for. I will say as much as we all say we care about looks, personality is everything to me and I need someone who's funny and can make me laugh. And I love when the prompts show their humor. I love being able to tell if they're sarcastic and that's my favorite thing. That's definitely what catches my eye. So hopefully I have the next Hinge success story and you guys do too. Download Hinge and find someone worth deleting the app for. Hello guys. Okay, so let's talk about Lumi. Lumi is awesome because they have a game-changing whole body deodorant that's designed by an OBGYN to not only work on pits, but you can also use it on your feet, on your privates, pretty much wherever you want to use it, wherever you're getting a little sweaty and you think you might, you know, have a little smell going on, you can put it on and it will help you out. Also, if you guys watch my vlogs and you know that this year I've really focused on working out and just spending more time in the gym and just taking care of myself and my physical health overall. And with that comes, you know, a little bit of a stinky armpit sometimes or a stinky body part after a long workout. And the Lumi acidified deodorant wipes are absolutely amazing. They come in this cool cucumber scent that is so refreshing. It smells so good and I can just wipe it on wherever I need to. Also, I love their whole body deodorant. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. So it's great like under your boobs. I don't know about you guys, but I get really bad boob sweat. And it's absolutely great because it can block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. It's also baking soda free and paraben free and it's pH balanced for safe use below the belt. I've tried a lot of different deodorants and sometimes I have reactions to them or sometimes they just plain out don't work. But Lumi has been absolutely amazing for me because it does the job and it's just super easy to use. And again, my body just doesn't have any reactions to it. So if you guys want to check it out, Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi Starter Pack with our exclusive code and link. For a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more too. Use code PRETTYBASIC at lumideodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. For a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more too. Use code PRETTYBASIC at lumideodorant.com. Thank you, Lumi, for making this holiday season smell a whole lot better. How to not make sex become a routine in long-term relationships. At least so much. Ooh. At least so much. Mm. Ah, I don't know. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it it it's going to become a little routinely. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if that's not the answer that you wanted to, but um, to some degree it will. I mean, being frank, we have gone to a sex shop once or once or twice. Mm -hmm. Like it's fun to like, you already said it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's fun to like grab some, like try some new things. Mm -hmm. Um, Keep spice it, it up a little bit. Yeah. Try some new positions, maybe a little role playing if you Switching want. My positions for you. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you just make that connection? <laughs> I swear Ariana Grande, her song, like when my favorite thing ever is whenever I go to her, Concert seeing like 12 year olds singing those lyrics. I'm like, they have no idea. No, the, the like craziest the one was side to side. I was like, stop, please stop it. Um, yeah, I didn't think about positions till right now. Um, yeah, I think that that uh, uh, being spontaneous can be kind of fun, even if it's uh, like switching up the rooms, perhaps where you're doing it. Yeah, it, it's it, it's a little bit inevitable, but I do think there are ways to find a rut out of it. Also, I feel like it's less awkward when you have that open conversation with your partner about wanting to keep it fun 
and new and exciting. So that way it's less like, honey, I need more from you. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, like such a serious thing. Yeah. Like, or maybe like, let's try this. Let's yeah. try that. Yeah. 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 I think it can be a, it doesn't need to be a big conversation. Um, just because I feel like a lot of egos also come into yeah. sex in general. But I think that you can just find different ways to spice it up. Toys, positions, rooms, fetishes, fetishes, you know, that, those people be kinky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember that show that came out recently? It was like a reality show of following these couples around and it would be like it helped them find out if they were kinky or it helped them find out like no oh my god I watched like three episodes <gasps> I was like I'm kinky <laughs> what would they do like how would they do it it was just like there were like different sensory things that they took the couples through and they're like okay like do you enjoy this do you ah. enjoy this like whatever and then there was very different that could things. be a fun thing to do with your partner yo <laughs> honestly maybe watch a show write some notes down and then try yeah. it at home you're like okay homework <laughs> try it at home I, I I'm there with it and <laughs> I'm there with a, a, a whiteboard with you and Colin. I'm like, okay, first up. So do you feel this? Yes. Close your eyes. How do we feel about bondage? Yeah. How do yes we or feel? No. Yes or no. What are our thoughts? Hear me out. Hear me what out. are our thoughts? Hear me out. Jog straps. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. Anyways. I'm kidding. Okay. Want to get off birth control due to fear of infertility in the future, but don't want kids at 21. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think that no matter what, you should absolutely consult your physician or yeah. gynecologist or family doctor, whatever, whoever it is that you're seeing. I personally am not on birth control as of June of this year. Uh, and I've tried so many different kinds, but you guys know I've been going through um, a plan with my new doctor and she had me get off and we're trying to find a way to balance my hormones. So I got off for that reason. Um, and since then we've been using condoms. So thoughts on that situation, I think, I mean, I feel like I don't even want to have thoughts on it because I think you should just consult your doctor personally. Yeah, it is so personal too. Yeah. I mean, I think condoms are a a, a great form of contraception. I think you definitely use some sort of contraception. Um, do not pull and pray because I- My friend did that. I know a few people that have uh, kids from trying to she pull and pray. Kid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like do whatever you want. I uh, think it's truly. also hard because both of us are older. So like if we were to get pregnant right now, it's a different story than how I would have felt when I was 21. <sighs> I mean, I still don't want a kid right now. <laughs> oh my God. Well, like if I had one, like I'd be fine with it, you know? Mm, I just personally, like, I could provide. <laughs> I personally am good right now. I don't think that I could, I could, I'm but just the, not ready yet, but definitely talk to your doctor and definitely use other forms of contraception. Also trust your gut. I feel like there is nothing like intuition. You know what I mean? Like if you truly feel like something's wrong and you want to like get, you know, get it checked out, like definitely pursue that if that's a fear of yours. Do you ever really heal from a situationship? He treated me so badly, but I can't move on. I would say you do. I would say like, it feels, I'm, I'm not saying it's not easy and it's not hard, but it, it I feel like, like there's hope. I'm like, like, don't feel like, oh my oh, God, yeah. I'm never going to get over him, blah, 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 blah. Like, obviously like those scars are like, are going to be there for a long time and you're going to remember that pain, but I, you'll definitely be on the other side. Definitely when you're in it in the beginning, you feel like, or not even a situationship, but like a relationship of some sort. But we've talked about how sometimes situationships feel uh, like more painful because it was so uh, unclear. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was unclear and it was never fully defined. So sometimes mm -hmm. like maybe that one, that's personally how I felt. Um, but I do think, yeah, you can absolutely heal. I think um, when you're in the thick of it, you feel like I'm never going to get over mm -hmm. this. Like I'm never going to stop thinking about it. But I really think what helped me the most is a time mm -hmm. B I really thought like seeking other people would help me. And it honestly really didn't. Mm -hmm. um, but it, sometimes it might for people, as Dua Lipa said, the only way to get over someone, someone is to get under someone. Else. <laughs> and that's totally fine. But for me, what helped me heal so much is uh, time. And then also getting over the idea of this person that I had in my head yeah. in like almost all situationships, we have this idea of this person, of them being like this fantasy of this, this, this thing that we thought they would be. And they're, they, they weren't, and they aren't. And once you come to terms with that, I feel like it helps you understand and move on a lot faster. You know what Ash, Ash gave me this advice forever ago. And it was like, cause she really struggled with like daydreaming and you make up these scenarios or you picture yourself on a date or something with guys and whatever. And I was doing the same thing. And she told me, she was like, you're, you can think of situations, but only if they've happened, like, don't let yourself daydream yeah. a whole new world 
Like if you guys had a date and you went somewhere, you can think about those memories and be like, oh my God, he hugged me and it was, it was so, so cute. cute when he did this. Yeah. But when you start like making up fictional scenarios, that's depending on your personality and Ash and I are daydreamers. Like I will live a whole, I, I will, I will be married to him in my head. Yeah. I'm literally like, wow, we have kids. They're beautiful. You're so amazing. You're so understanding. Like, yeah. He didn't do it. He didn't earn any of that. I think you know that's I mean? really good advice. It's good. It's really good advice. Yeah. I think be real. <laughs> just be, be real for real. I just think that. And then also I think, um, realizing why you feel that, uh, tie to that person. Like, is it because the things they said, the things they did, or was it really just like a you thing? Mm -hmm. Like, did you put so much of yourself and your self-worth on this person? Um, and that's why you feel the need to be validated so hard. And like, once you like figure all those things out, which again, just happens in time, mm -hmm. um, you will heal a thousand percent. Wait, this one's good. Can I be in love with two guys? Should I feel guilty? I've never been in love with two people at once like that. I'm in love. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I don't think you should feel guilty. I think uh, if you're stringing two people along, I don't think you should feel guilty about your feelings. I think you should, <laughs> I think you should feel guilty. No, I just think that it's, it's not nice to string people along. So I think yeah. if, if, you know, it took you like six months to fall in love with these two guys and they both are, you know, feeling things for you, then I think that's not fair to string two people along for six months. Um, I have to imagine it was probably a longish time to fall in love with two people. But, um, I do think that it, it's only bad if you let it go on for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you need to feel guilty, but maybe, maybe you like having the options. Maybe you, I'm trying to think if I was in that situation, I feel like it would be more of a me problem of like, Ooh, I like want, I don't know. I guess, do I even believe you can be in love with two people at once? I don't know. I think there's a world where you could, but I do think that Hmm. I don't know. I guess it's also like, are you looking for a relationship? Are you like liking where things are at right now? Are the guys aware? Like there's just yeah. so many, up, so many different situations. Also, I feel like there's times where you can love a person so much, but maybe it's not. And you think it's romantically, but then you're like, wow, actually maybe we're just like best friends. Platonic like I soulmates. love, yeah. Like they're a soulmate and you want them in your life, but you're not, you know, meant to end up together. I think the only thing that would be bad is if the two guys are also both in love with you and want to pursue a relationship with you. And mm -hmm. like, it's gone on for a long time. That's the only thing I can yeah, think of. Yeah, there's like cheating or something. Can you, we're not here to tell you whether you can or you can't. You can only tell yourself those things. Last question. How do I mend my relationship with my mom? I love that. <sighs> that's also a loaded one. Cause I'm like, we need a little context. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That a is true. context here. Um, assuming you just don't talk anymore or maybe something crazy happened and there was drifting or there could be so many different situations. We don't know how bad it was to have to have the need for a mending of a relationship. Yeah. But I mean, I can speak to my personal relationship with my mom, which has definitely been, um, I wouldn't say up and down because I feel like that sounds dramatic, but I mean, I feel like a lot of us can relate to having a like a push and a pull relationship with, I mean, mom, dad, parental figure. Anyone, I'm just yeah. speaking to moms because of the question, but um, my mom and I are so, so close. We're like best, best friends. But then also, um, I mean, there's been a lot of, I guess, yeah, just like ups and downs in our relationship. I mean, a lot of it has come from, I mean, being a firstborn daughter to an immigrant family, which I've spoken to before, but like it is, it's a very like layered situation. There's a lot of, um, just like a lot of, a lot of trauma. I'm sorry to use that word because I feel like it's a big word, but there's a lot of things that I've like dealt with that I feel like a lot of other firstborn daughters to immigrant families understand. And a lot of like pressure that you have being an, from an Asian family, like there's been a lot of pressure. But the biggest thing that I have taken away from my relationship with my mom is just giving her the grace and understanding that this is like her first time mm. in life as well. Like I feel like, and I've, I talk about this a lot, but there's so many times where um, you know, I get frustrated with her for, you know, how she handles the situation or how she said something to me or anything like that. And I have to take a step back and like realize at the end of the day, like I really am blessed with like the best mom ever. I know she really is just always trying to help me, but yeah. maybe her parents spoke to her in a way that that's how she learned and that's all she knew. So then maybe now it makes me feel a certain way. Um, but I'm, I just always try to remember that at the end of the day, she's just always there to try and help me. More recently, we had a little bit of a blip like last week and I ended up like ignoring her for a few days. And then I was like, you know, 
I feel like she doesn't know that I'm ignoring her. <laughs> I think she just thinks I'm like busy. So I went out of my way to call her and we don't normally talk like this. Like I feel like Asian families are not like the best at communication, but we're working on it. And I was really proud of myself and really proud of her. I told you about this, but I like called her and I was like, Hey, like when you told me this, when I like, I sent her something and like when she replied in a way that she was just trying to help me, but it came off very, I wanted her to just celebrate me, but it came off like she was just, she was trying to help, but like gave me notes and I wasn't asking for notes. And I was like, Hey, next time, if I need notes, like I'll totally ask you, I know you're just trying to help, but I would love if we could just like celebrate in the moment together. And she was so understanding and communicative and apologetic. And like, we had such an amazing breakthrough and like, it was, it was just like such an amazing conversation. I've learned to like, first of all, just communicate how I feel because she can't read my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm sure her, she really thought that because I wasn't texting her, I was just busy. (laughs) Um, but really I was like, I just need a little space. And, um, I just need to remember that this is her first time being a mother. This is her first time in the age that she's at. This is her first time on this earth and to give her a little bit more grace. Granted, again, with this situation that you're asking about, I don't know what it was. My situation with my mom, they're always like small little blips that moms and daughters get into like fighting over makeup and purses. Like that was my big thing growing up with my mom, like fighting over stealing her makeup and things. But obviously we could get past that. But I think just like being communicative and understanding that this is their first time. And also understanding that like their parents raised them in a different way than you're being raised. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard to unlearn certain things. And um, yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh I love you, mom. That was great. I love you so much. That was great. I think you nailed that one. <laughs> I don't really know what else to add again without knowing like specifics. I think the biggest thing is knowing that your parents aren't perfect and they're going to mess up the same way that like if I have kids, I'm going to have trauma on them. And obviously that's not my intention. (sighs) I think just going in with love and realizing like, it's like, Hey, I want you in my life. Maybe the past few years you haven't been in my life and I'm okay with that, but I want you in my life. Like, no, I don't like need you, but I would love for you to be. And yes, we disagree on certain things. And yes, we have different like viewpoints, but you're my mom. You're the only mom I have in this world. And I, I would love for us to have a relationship. We're going to have to have boundaries. I think that's a big thing when you're coming out of any situation where you're not, you know, you're cut off communication or whatever, things are bad, especially with a parent. It's like, let's have boundaries. Maybe we don't talk about certain things, or maybe we, um, you know, if it's over the guy you're dating or marrying or whatever, it's like, okay, let's not talk about that. But like, I want a relationship with you. Let's figure out what that relationship is. Yeah. Even if it's just, going shopping or grocery shopping at first. And then it can like build because it's still really like your, your relationship with your parents is still a relationship. Absolutely. You know, and your relationship with your parents, no matter who you are, goes through so many different phases over your life. Like you're literally, you're pushed out of your mom and then you (laughs) stereotypically live with them for 18 years. And then you Mm -hmm. go, you know, you, you see them day in and day out. They tell you what you can do and what you can't do. And then you go to college and then you're on your own for the first time. And Mm -hmm. then you know, you move out on your own and then you see them only for like holidays or like when you can make the the effort to see them. It's like, it's weird finding that new routine and balance with them. Brooke Michio tweeted the funny, or I think she did TikTok the other day and I replied to it and we were both laughing because she was like, I like, I think she was eating like Kraft mac and cheese, like a little cup of that for dinner. And she's like, I just like, I don't know how old she was, but maybe 26 or so. I think she's a couple years younger. She was like, I just don't understand how I feel like I'm a kid. Like I can't be eating this for dinner. Like my mom should be telling me to like have my vegetables and make it a balanced (laughs) meal. And I was like, every time I like sit on my couch and I fall asleep on my couch, I wake up in the morning being like, or actually as I'm falling asleep, I'm like, I can't believe I can just decide that I want to sleep on my couch tonight. (laughs) Like my mom would have been like, get up and go upstairs to your bed right now. Yes. Um, But yeah, I totally agree with what you said. I think boundaries are so important. I also think for me, this is just me speaking to myself. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Like the most recent thing that my mom and I got into a tiff over, um, a lot of times I feel like my first reaction is so like, boom, to be defensive. Mm. And I think I got that from my mom. Like we, <laughs> we, we fight in a very similar way and I'm, I'm trying to unlearn it and she's trying to unlearn it. Um, but I think I can work on my first reaction to not be like, well, why are you critiquing me? And it can be more of like, okay, well, I know where her heart is. I understand why she thought that, but Hey mom, like I could have done the call immediately. So that's something that I need to work on too. But I think, yeah, just like giving them more grace. I see like these TikToks of people where they're showing their, their, their moms or their dads and saying like, it's a video of them just being and like, it's mom doing something so cute. Like, I think it was a mom who had like a, a little pinwheel outside her car window and was like, just remembering that this was like my mom's Aww. first time also on this earth. Yes. And it made me like sob because it's true. And I think we need to have more grace with them again. 
situational though. If your mm-hmm. mom did something very, very bad to you, you're also able to not have a relationship if you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Last thing I would say on that is just because someone's blood or like your parents, like if you need to like remove them from your life, that's also okay. I think that's something that's really like, it sucks to have to come to that. But if that's something that needs to happen, that's fine, you know? Um, but I wish you the best. I hope everything with anyone who's listening who resonated with anything from, well, I guess any question, but this last question specifically, wish you all the best. Mm-hmm. Wish you guys the best with your uh, sex. You didn't say your sex toy that you like. Oh, we I thought I had to get to I it. I had so many more questions. I know, we'll definitely have to do more of these because this is really fun. Okay, well, if you made it to the end of the episode, I will say this wasn't the first one I ever had, but the best present that Miss Remy Ashton ever gave me I forget what birthday it was, but it was a magic wand. <laughs> oh, bitch. She still goes strong. She <laughs> still goes strong. Lifetime no, warranty. No, lifetime warranty. I was, that was like chargeable. five years oh, ago. Oh, going strong, bitch. Wow, chargeable. I bought one from a Mia Sayoko ad she did. Uh-huh. And honestly, fantastic. Yes. She had a great recommendation. I'm gonna tell my mom not to listen to this episode. Anyway, thank you guys so much for uh, watching and listening to Pretty Basic. If you want to be included in the next TMI Girl Talk Big Sis episode, um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. And if you've made it to the very, very, very end of this episode, comment a little bunny. Oh, I was thinking the squirt emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bunny, please. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.